fucking didn't you go to middle school with like fucking or elementary with like Jesse and like hella people, bro? Yeah, bro, hella people. Like Everybody from, from that fucking dish just just cycles, like Crystal bro. Ray and shit. Cause I went with school with Varney from Crystal Ray, then a bunch of niggas from other places like Osseo niggas. Bro. You see, bro, rapping. Varney? Yeah. Yeah, he be cooking sometimes. I'm so glad. He, uh. be sending, he be sending me to be like, Varney, yeah, boy. Okay, some of them be, I don't like, chill out, but some of them be, yeah. See, uh, I'm glad bro's not useless. Shout out Varney. Um, <laughs> I just saw him the other day. <laughs> Does he actually drop? I don't know if he actually drops. Dude, I don't even know if he's dropped. I got to ask him because we went to the Timberwolves game together. Ah, so how, how's y'all finessing these fake tickets? Not fake tickets, bro. It's free tickets. Free as hell? Free. How? Bro, this nigga, he put me on, bro. I don't even know how he got it. He said, like, he sent me one day. He's like, Darth, bro, you want to go? And I was like, bro, merch. He sent me his, like, I don't know how I even got it, but it was a Target promo. I don't know how he got it. <laughs> oh, he's got, like, hella tickets off of that. Who's our, who's our GM owner? Rodriguez? Uh, Alex Rodriguez, our owner. Go go Mark. find find someone named Varney, bro. He's stealing from y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's doing something illegal, bro. Never, bro, never. Hey, that's a good owner, bro. Oh, no. I think we're gonna be up in the next thing. Did he did he joke? Is he actually gonna try and take us to Seattle or stop it, bro? Stop or was that just niggas that, was just I think that was like initial, you know, like niggas was kinda scared because, you know, he's not from Minnesota and he grew up playing for Seattle and niggas already won the basketball team in Seattle bad. So there was like already when he owners like, damn, he's gonna move niggas to Seattle. But then they came in and it was like, nah, they're not moving. Okay, okay. So I was I was worried for nothing. Oh, thank God. Dude, oh. I would have been sick, nigga. <laughs> Imagine they move us while we're about to get good. The one time we get good, bro. Oh my god! I know I talk about this every like tenth episode of my hatred for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Stop! Don't bro, tell me you hate them, niggas. For bro, real, bro, bro, bro. We just there's no reason we should have been a dynasty. Yeah, like three times now. Yeah, three for sure, for sure three. Hey, okay. <laughs> First one, them niggas did not build around KG. Second one. Tibbs, fuck that nigga, bro. He traded Zach Levine. Bro, real quick, on the, on the KG part, that was the era of the big man, and you're telling me you're yeah. not going to build around yeah, a they, top, what, five power bro, forward of all time? Bro, he was an MVP, and they still, like, bro, man, carry does MVP. <laughs> how do you mean, how many power forwards are MVPs, bro? <laughs> it's Tim Duncan, him, and, and the white one. Literally, that is three insane. people, bro. And then I guess you want to call Giannis a power forward, but Giannis is a Giannis. Like, I don't even call him <laughs> Giannis is Will Chamberlain, bro. Let's be serious. And then, like, carried us to the Western Conference Finals, and then the only player we ever gave him got hurt, and niggas lose to Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> and honestly, if you lose to Shaq and Kobe, did you really lose, bro? That's what I'm did saying. Did you really lose? Like, y'all should have said, like, Merch, we took the Lakers to six games. That's an accomplishment. You should have went and just... Go build some more around him. <laughs> Let's try again. <laughs> But nah, then they wanted to blow it up and trade my man. See, oh my god, why would you even do that? See, I feel like since then, that's when this culture of Minnesota just fumbling. Not even just basketball. That's Every why we sport. all sub hated niggas. That's why we all oh hate each other. That's really where it came from, bro. Minnesota is such a, it's a good state for everything else, but such a poverty state when it comes to sports. <laughs> and it hurts me so bad. And for every sport, we just, we're actually good, but there's just jokes. Literal, literal jokes. Don't bro. we have, like, the best, like, a top 10 wide receiver? And he's, like, a bro, sophomore? I'm saying right now, NK, <laughs> right now, mark these words. If we don't win one championship <laughs> in the next 10 years in our three major sports, I will I will not be living on this person no more, bro. <laughs> nigga, we have an up-and-coming wide receiver. Like, best, like, bro. Randy Moss potential, bro. Literal, literal Randy Moss potential. They want to act dumb. If he leaves, I'm leaving. <laughs> then even NHL, niggas have Kirill, bro. 
Like, NHL is like a small thing in Minnesota, but that nigga is like a great, he was rookie of the year and shit too. Do you know how good at hockey we are in this state? We are so good. State of we, hockey. We have three teams that are better than everybody. State of <laughs> hockey, bro. And they continue to act clowns in the playoffs. How is this possible? Lake, oh, land of 10,000 lakes. And what have we got with it? What have we done with it? I'm telling you, bro, this next 10 years, we better win a championship <laughs> or this is a waste. Bro. I was the one day when I really realized we're good at hockey. There was a year when it was UMD versus Mankato in hockey. The final four, bro. In the United States of America, not Duke, <laughs> not Wisconsin. Nah. It was Minnesota versus Minnesota. And it wasn't even the U of M. Yeah, that's the thing, bro. The U of M used to be like the best, but like literally, I don't think they're the best out of the Minnesota schools no more. Like UMD's tough, and I heard like the what is it? I think St. Cloud is tough too. Mm, what the what what the what are we doing? What are we doing? St. Cloud is good. <laughs> what are we doing, bro? Oh, backwater. You know what? Let me not cuss. St. <laughs> Cloud. And then and then we talk about hockey, bro. We get to basketball, bro. Anthony Edwards is baby Mike. Bro, let us not win a championship. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna cry. Let us joke with a Nigerian, bro. Let us joke <laughs> with it. People will be catching lefts and rights. For real, equality bro. style. I promise you. For real, bro. <laughs> Jeez, oh my god. And the part about uh, empty errors that just makes me smile so much. It's he's super like he gives like hood energy, but it's not fucking corny when I be seeing it. And they're not promoting it yeah. as corny as they usually yeah. do when they have like someone like AI, the way that they would promote AI. And Literally, because like you see, you can see how they promote Joe Burrow. Like, Joe Burrow is like, everybody thought it was cool, but then they started doing too much nice corny, bro. But with Ant, they can do anything, they can promote it, and it's still not corny because he's just a cool ghetto ass nigga from the A, bro. He's just He's a smooth dude. Literally. Oh my God. Let us not win. Let us. That's not why it's not pop, but we have all the young talent. If we don't win, I'm gonna cry, bro. I'm gonna cry. The fact that we have Carl Backstiff Anthony here, <laughs> still on our team. Yo, chill, so bro. What are we doing, that's bro? That's the leader, bro. That's the leader, bro. That's the big one. That nigga sucks. Nah, bro. That's, <laughs> hey, that's our only all star right now. We gotta be behind him. <laughs> gotta be behind him. Oh, D-Lo, 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 D-Lo. This bad nigga, bro, be pissing me off. <laughs> That nigga be pissing me. D.L. Russell, bro, answer your D.L. bro. I'm trying to get you on the pod, bro. I'm trying to get you on the pod, low key. Now, folks, pop on here and let niggas know like how you feel about Minnesota for real. Because if you, if you feel what you're saying, you better be playing better, bro. Bro, literally, bro. We could have had we could have had Ben Simmons for you, but let's be serious, bro. Let's all be serious. <laughs> I remember those, bro. I used to say, nah, I don't want Ben Simmons, but like you don't want Ben Simmons. Nah, I feel like if they're gonna keep doing what they're doing, we should have made that trade. Ah. <laughs> uh. Mm, mm, mm. Well, oh, this might there might be a lot of like sports talks. This it really might devolve into that. So, yeah, that's smooth. What's up, y'all? <laughs> it's your host Sensei K, and we back again with another episode. I'm not here, with my co-host, but I'm with Darls. You know how it is. Low key, I think I should start introducing people. And instead of letting people introduce themselves, because motherfuckers be so trash at introducing themselves. I mean, you say BP legend, bro. (laughs) We both BP legends in here. (laughs) BP's finest in the studio right now. Stand up, BP. Bro, I'm I'm telling you, the person I'm looking at right now, bro, he has waves, a beard, earrings, (laughs) and he's a data analytics math major. He's going to be making money. Yeah, very beautiful, dark, chocolatey. I appreciate that. All the... Pronouns. It's a beautiful life. I appreciate that. You you the same too, bro. Mm, mm. I just can't get the beard for some reason. 
God, bro. It's gonna come. The part that's pissing me off, bro, my little brother is starting to get a beard. Nah, he <laughs> he's starting he to get a beard, and I. Uh, it's pissing me off. It's pissing me off. And it's gonna look smooth on DJ. I, I, I'm peeping it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, bro, something about my family that I'm so happy about. We're all beautiful. It's 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 getting it's getting obnoxious. It's getting actually obnoxious. Nah, the way aunties are out here hitting me up. No, let's. <laughs> nah, it's smooth, but I feel like your big people don't know about your big brother a lot. But I feel like you and your big brother look alike, but that nigga just bigger, bro. Like that's a real big dude. Yeah, bro. That's no. That's my boy. That's the boy. Mm. Ah, so I don't really have like um a script for today. But I just really want to just, you know, just pull up, chat, maybe take a swig of stuff in, in between. Ah, I should have brought it with me. It's in the room. Ah, forget it, though. One thing that I want to ask you, how do you feel on this topic? Do you think free will is real? I do. I do. It's just that there's a lot of things that just humans have done in, you know, the course of history mm-hmm. that without free will... Would you look at be like, damn, bro, like, ain't no way God for real let this happen. Wait, how so? Like, with, like, babies dying, premature, this war, Everything, like really, that. like, anything bad, like, you could go look it back and be like, is this, you think it's planned out, or did someone, like, really want to do this? Okay, okay. So, like, with even, like, let's say 9-11, bro, nigga, they wanted to do that. Like, that wasn't not, like, no planned thing. Like, they wanted to cause havoc, so they did. I can't really, like, blame God for that. Like, I couldn't stop it because that's what niggas wanted to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, uh, when I think about um, free will, I feel like, because you've always heard the saying that God has a plan for you, right? Mm-hmm. So if God has a plan for you, is that really free will? Ah, yeah, I see where you're coming from, but, like, it's different because you can also veer from the plan that God has for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, in the, like God be saying, like, stay the, stay the course, but... You can just get off the course? If niggas want to do what they want to do, like, God not going to stop you. Oh, okay. Like, right now, if I want to jump off of a building, but God's plan for me is something greater, I'm going to jump off that building. Like, that's going to be the end of my life, bro. Just like mm. that. See, uh, I feel like that's, a, that's too easy of a, of a rebuttal because <laughs> of the things that are in your life is stopping you from doing that. Are they, though? So, I mean, well, you are stopping you yeah. from doing that. But is that really your free will or is that just all the things that's around you mm. that's influencing you to go down this path that means not jumping off this building? Mm. I feel like it depends because, like, you never know if you really have free will until you do something you're not supposed to do. How so? Like, you could say, like, like you said, like, God has a path for all of us. So let's say, like, we follow that so-called path, but... If I, I feel like murder is not going to be in anybody's path, but if I choose to murder someone, I'm like, you know, I'm divergent from the path that God has out for me. Because I'm pretty sure God has, it's not nobody's plan that they're going to be murdering people, but. Uh, I mean, I guess. I feel like the idea of God instilling a sense of free will onto a being is people putting their selves in the point of God. Because mm. of why would God care about having others having like making people yeah and then taking it to the next step why would god care if people are like actively worshiping because of like if there's free will that means people are free people should be of their own accord worshiping god right yeah but if they don't they get punished for it 
But if that's free will, why would they get punished uh, for it? <laughs> okay, no, I see where you're going. I see mm-hmm. where you're going. Ah, I feel like we could take it back to, like, the beginning of the Bible, if anything, bro, just to get, like, okay. even if it's not, like, you know, a real, it still teaches, like, a lesson. Mm-hmm. So, like, Adam and Eve were, like, the first people to get, like, actual free will. Like, God gave them, like, everything they had, but then God also gave them free will, you feel me? And they chose to eat, you know, the forbidden fruit. Like, that was their, that was literally their choice. Like, God gave them everything they knew God more than we know God, because they were literally seeing him, talking to him. But mm-hmm. they still have free will to, like, disobey him if they wanted to. And they chose to disobey him. So I feel like it all goes back to that. Like, that was the first instance of free will we've seen. So free will is a negative thing because... I feel like it can be negative and positive. Depends, like, how you're... What choices you make. In that that instance, when you're saying that the fact that they chose to eat the fruit, that is objectively a bad thing. So is is free will that just bad things then? Nah, because free will is also, like... You can choose to praise God too. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. he can. Like God didn't tell them. Like when he got there, he gave them the rules. Tell them like you know you could follow it. You could not. Mm-hmm. He chose not to follow it. When they were following it, they were all in what just a great harmony with God, just mm-hmm. living peacefully. Mm-hmm. But as soon as they chose to do whatever they wanted to do, we saw what happened. Now we not we not together no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Repeat that last part. Repeat that last part. The like the now we're not together no more. Yeah, that that. That that aspect of it. So you say that we are not together with God anymore. So we've diverged from God. Yeah, because you know, like, I mean, also with going with the Bible theme, you know how in the Old Testament, after Adam and Eve leave, like, then humanity really begins, and mm-hmm. we like we go through humanity until Jesus comes, and then Jesus dies on the cross for our sins for us to like be, you know, one with God again. Not actually one, but like now people can be, I guess, have a closer relationship with God than before. When Adam and Eve had disappointed because up to that, it was you just saw like certain individuals have a close relationship with God. You saw Noah, Abraham, but you never saw like the whole earth. Like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But after Jesus came, like when he died for everybody's sin, I feel like that's when the Bible became like a lighter tone and it was more like anybody can get like God's love. It wasn't just like focused on a single individual at some point. Mm-hmm. So the fact of the single individual, the single individual. I always one of the that's low key that that aspect right there is why I was always so hesitant when I think about religion, especially Christianity, when one person has the ability to say what is from God and what isn't from God. Yeah. Because of once you give man the ability of God, you get mm-hmm. tyrants and yada yada. No, nah, like I feel you and not. I feel like my mom instilled that in me from a young age, even mm-hmm. though she's like She's, like, a really religious woman. You feel me? Like, go to church all the time, her and my grandma. But I feel like they gave me, like, the tools to know, like, God for myself. And I feel like that's why, like, I try to tell all my friends, if, if anything, like, even though Christianity is cool, I feel like at some point in, in human history, we really went, like, far from where God wanted us to be with Christianity. So now, like, I try to emphasize, like, your own personal relationship with God more than, you know, your relationship with the church or just, like, Christianity in general. Because I feel like we've done a lot of, as a Christian, we've done a lot of evil things. Like, <laughs> a lot of evil things. So I can't say that Christianity is like the, what, we're like a pure religion. Because we're not. We've mm-hmm. killed many niggas that weren't supposed to be, like, innocent people have died just because they weren't Christians. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. that's not what God wanted when he created Christianity. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Have you ever thought if it is? Damn. I actually have never thought that because knowing God, bro, I feel like, 
because one of the, like the reason why I keep thinking about that because of I feel like the problem with saying things like war is bad, mm-hmm. war brings progress, and we wouldn't have progress without war. Depend like it depends what kind of war though, like not every war brings progress. Some wars are just about monetary things or just you know stuff like that like does it not advance society does it though like i'd be looking at some of the wars in just america's past Mm -hmm, and i mm -hmm. say except for world war ii there's not a war that we've been in in the last 70 years that we actually need to be in to help anything or anybody i've war isn't for like the act of putting ideals into war is a very dangerous idea. It's a very dangerous thing because ideal ideas and ideals change over time. Yeah. And when you start doing when you start not putting physical things, like physical reasoning for the war, that's when the war becomes useless. Mm-hmm. Uh, useless in a sense. Um the reason why I bring that up, because like people say like the war in Iran is the war about oil. Um all these different types of wars, they're about trying to get these monetary type of things that are, and they do in advanced society. Are they good? Are they bad? They are bad. That's my opinion. But mm-hmm. they're not objectively bad or good. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. And to to not recognize that there's a the reasoning behind the war is a monetary thing. That's why people are constant. They're going to repeat these type of things. That's why people... That's why people think fighting um, trying to span, ex, like, expand democracy is a quote-unquote good thing in other, in other countries and mm-hmm. things like that. That's what they believe it's a good thing. But what is to say that – what is to say and why is it for people to say that their own belief system is better – their own way of doing shit is better than the way they do other, – other people do their own shit? I, I agree with that, like, wholeheartedly, <clears throat> um, especially – it's weird because I have a soft spot because I've watched, like, Narcos. Like, have you ever watched Narcos and stuff? I've seen parts of it, yeah. So, like, I have a soft spot for Pablo Escobar, even though he was, like, a bad person. But, like, it showed me that America's keep, really a bad, like, keep, we're keep really bad, mind, Keep in mind, but there's people that do think he's a good person because yeah. he did feed. He did feed the poor. And he was the biggest um, economic influencer in the na- in exactly. nation. Exactly. So. And there was a reason that, like, America really wanted to get rid of him and stuff, like, it wasn't only because he was a drug dealer or anything, bro. It was really because he was really messing up their cash flow. He's, like, making more money. He was, like, what, at one point, one of the top ten richest men in the world. Mm-hmm. And he was working with communist governments, giving them money. Mm-hmm. And you know how America hated communism. And to me, I never thought communism itself, like, in itself is a bad thing unless, like, people that are supposed to be at the top of communism, like, make it a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So saying... Like, when I guess, especially in South America, Central America at that time, there was a lot of communist countries, like, starting to happen, but America was always, like, putting people that were, like, democracies in there, like, taking out the communists, right? Um, I was reading a lot about the CIA. One of the things that they do, they go and then they actively, like, influence and start up rebellions all over countries that are unstable. Literally. to, To change the... Ruling to change the rulership and stuff like that. Literally, like they've done that, and we we have like we there's sometimes we don't know because they're really behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and sometimes we really know because they got caught. 
Like you see, they try to in Cuba. We know that they try to get Fidel out of there, but Fidel, like he never, he never left. Like yeah, they were communists bad. until the <laughs> end. Job, yeah. Like they try to go in Vietnam to get the communists out. We saw how that turned out. Like even in Iran, they went put um, Reza Reza Shah uh-huh, in there uh-huh. in like the eighties. Iran didn't want that. They took him like uprise, took him out, and now they're under a theocracy. Like they're under like you know Arabic rule. Mm-hmm. So it's it's weird because, like you said, we're trying to force our ideals on like other countries when we really don't need to because mm-hmm. there's really no need. Like they always say, we need to protect America, but what is a communist country like five thousand, like three hundred, like three oceans away from you going to do to America? Like mm-hmm. there's nothing they're gonna do. But we try so hard to force democracy on everybody around the world. Like look where we're at now. Low key, that idea comes from um, Anglo Saxons. That's that's where that idea came from. Um, okay, so we're learning this in my, in my Theo class. Basically, they're just cussing about, um, the America, uh, how America has been very racist, yada, 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 and how it was built on Christian ideologies, and then they, they went and span it and changed it yeah. it's for their own racist needs and da, 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 to promote a message, right? Mm-hmm. So what are the ideas that they're, that was, that was preached in this, in this class that was, we were talking about? was manifest destiny and and also they were they were making a correlation to the the book of genesis mm. with the creation story yeah where man and then there was animals there's man and then there's everything else putting man on a hierarchy right mm-hmm. so putting man on a hierarchy that means everybody else was below and one of the big things about adam was he was able to name he was able to name all the other species i.e. signifying the the power that they had over him because the only other person or the only other thing that was able to name things was God. Yeah. So the closest correlation was them. They mm. were God's representative, right? Yeah. Okay. So there, the idea was white folks or Anglo-Saxons, the most British of the British, yada, 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 <clears throat> were, quote-unquote, related to Adam. They were... That and then black people were black people and everybody else that were not part of the ideal of Adam were seen as the animals that were needed that their bodies and then their ideals were not to be respected because of well they're below because they are below in the hierarchy yeah that was like the main that was the main point of it so as the story continues to go on that's why they they justified being black people being slaves because they're like well. Their bodies are to be used. They're yeah, tools. that and like the Native American, like how they conquer Native Americans, like they use all that with the same effort, destiny, like kind of idea. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, they were uncivilized. One of God's God's gift to us was civilization, and was being civilized in civilization. So it is our duty to spread this idea everywhere around. I.e., Christianity. That's where that's the idea that I'm that I'm getting from it. Oh, and I feel like it's it's been very dangerous, especially as the as the years go on because of now they felt that it was noble for them to continue to do these things, these atrocities towards other humans because of it was God's it was God's will yeah. in a sense. And to take it a step further, there was uh was it Darwin? I think they started to call upon Darwin or something like that. But um basically basically 
extinction was going to happen. Extinction is a part of what God wanted, right? And the people that they were killing off, it was just God. They were just not fit to be, they were just not the fittest. <laughs> they were just not the fit of the fittest, basically. So it was just destined to happen. Okay. Yeah, no, survival of the fittest, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Um. most definitely, though, I, I agree with you. I feel like, especially in early America, mm-hmm. they were really, like, they say we're not a religious country, but they were always using the Bible to preach, like, the nonsense they were doing, and, like, getting away <laughs> with it in the beginning. Like, they mm-hmm. used to even get, like, other people that did like thought it was it wasn't right but Mm -hmm. because it'd be like nah god destined this for us to like do this Mm -hmm. it got everybody on board like okay let's do it Mm -hmm. because i know manifest destiny they were saying like god gave us this land to like reach across like let's go you know colonize everything else Mm -hmm. and like they didn't care if you're native american nothing bro because god told them to do it they were going to finish their plan it was from god so yeah they would be wrong if they didn't do it and then i feel like that correlates to how america feels this need to be the big brother over the whole planet Mm. and you're right because i feel like it really does go back to anglo-saxons because if you go back that's what the crusades were really about Mm -hmm. like they thought god told us let's go make these people a christian and i reading about the crusades and stuff i never really agree with that because if i feel like if they really knew god like god doesn't want you to kill people just because they're not a christian like Christianity wasn't the first religion. <laughs> like, at all. Like, I just don't understand why they thought, like, you know what? We have to change these niggas. If they don't change, they gotta die. See? But the thing is, I don't think they ever actually believed that. It was all about the bag. That's, mm. So, preaching the ideals of God was, God wants us to do this. It is a part of our society to do this. Yada, yada, yada. Is disguising the real, real? plan. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. No, facts. Because of, if they're just going on to say, well, they got oil. We need oil to power literally every single thing in the United States. Wow. It would be a bad look. Like, looking at this at this type of perspective, like, this really changing me because uh, if you think about it, you could really you could really say, like, a lot of things that they said was a different reason was always, like, monetary because if you think about it, going, even going back to the Anglo-Saxons, you could say they were doing it to make other people Christians, but... Or make them while they're, yeah, yeah, while mm-hmm. they were doing that, they were also, like, taking their land, like, going there, making them work, like, taking their resources. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So were they really out there just to make them Christian, or was that just like the for, the front to do what they were doing? So they could buy Louisiana Purchase and yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada, things like that. Yeah, that's definitely a different way to look at it. I never looked at uh, it that way. Low-key. And then, but also, I also take the, the perspective of war is just a part of human nature. It is our, it's like predetermined for us to want to stretch out and have more land and control more things. I think that's just, it's just an innate thing we want. We just... Do you think that's everybody or just, like, us, like, you know, humans in general? Um, I feel like the people that don't subscribe to that narrative, Mm -hmm. they they don't have the power to actually act upon that type of greed. Mm -hmm. Like, if if they were like, well, I want to go buy this yada, 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 there's, they don't have the ability to go and get the yacht or yada, 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 things like that. So it's just better for them to say, you know what? It's just bad. Since I can't have it, it's just bad. I feel like that's low key another reason why people are like, oh, having hoes is bad. Because they couldn't get hoes. <laughs> Yo, y'all cannot get hoes. <laughs> Your mouthpiece is trash. Hey, I feel trash. like that's for sure. That is most definitely the reason of like half the people that be saying, that'd be tough. oh, yeah. When you just hoes. money. Yeah, something like that. No, but you're right though, because. Most people that be saying that, what they call them, incels, right? Like, <laughs> most of the incels that be over there talking about, 
Oh, she's a hoe. She's a what? No, bro. It's, she's not a hoe. It's just you can't get her. You're like that's a lame dude, bro. <laughs> God, I hate it here. <laughs> oh. Nah, nah. You're right, though. Like, I feel like that is definitely the reason that some people, like, hate things because they can't do it or they can't get it. So mm-hmm. they'd be like, if I can't achieve it, let me just hate it's on It's just, it. it's a bad thing. If if I can't get it, it has to be bad. It just, <laughs> it has to be bad. No, facts, though. Facts, though. There's most, there's a lot of people that think like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... But do you think it's hmm, this might be wild? But I had a dream where like they outlawed religion mm. because I feel like religion has we might have passed it, we might have passed it, but uh, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent on this take yet. I, I wouldn't mean, I wouldn't be mad though if Loki like I wouldn't be like upset they outlawed religion because I feel like so like this far. In my life and especially my spirituality like if i don't go to church again like i wouldn't really change my relationship with god to be honest because like it's, it's just like i have a personal relationship with god i don't i don't need church it's, to it, like you know pray or nothing exactly i always thought this the idea of if i don't go to church i cannot be saved oh that's false that's that right there was a line where i said all right y'all just want my mama my, my, yeah. my tithes y'all want the yeah. money don't i never you? i never believe that because imagine like, even Jeff said, like, going to your last podcast, mm-hmm. I heard Jeff say the same thing, but I always thought this from a young age. You think, like, if someone that lives in Samoa, like, lived his life, you know, good way, was always good to people, friendly and stuff, but he, he didn't know God, you think, like, just because he didn't know God, he's going to go to hell? He, he needs fire like, forever? Like, nah, I feel like God is just, he's just, I That mean, is a spiteful God. Yeah, for and- me, I don't, I don't see him in that way to be like, just because you never prayed to me or you don't know me or my son, like, you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he'll do that. And it, it always... For, for me, I always think about those, like, who who, and why are they preaching this? For people to think that if if you don't come to this place and do all the the, the hoopla of mm-hmm. it, you would have to go to hell. But I go back to your point. Like, you remember how they be saying, like, it's a front, bro? That's a front. Like, fear mongering is a front to get, like, more money. And I've been seeing it, like... Mega churches and like pat and like pastors that have a lot of money Do you have know been they like don't get taxed. They really don't. And I've been looking at like I'm starting to be like an anti like big church because like why does a pastor need to have more money than most of people that go to the church? Like what are you really preaching to us then? I mean, but I don't completely subscribe to that idea because of once if I'm good at something, you'll pay me like I'm good at something. I swear to God you will. I like, promise you. I feel like yeah, for sure for other things, but like if your main job is to say like if You're, your main job praying about like you you're know, the voice God of God. And, God. <laughs> and like, God, like, always talks about, like, help the poor, help the poor. And you're out here with three private jets. Are you really, like, main voice of God? <laughs> like, even my own pastor's, like, guilty of that. Like, I was thinking the other day, like, he was, like, Loki pissed me off with this with this sermon one day. And he was, like, talking about, like, how we need to donate more. And I was, I was okay. I was okay with that part. But then he started saying, like, how he bought a plane the other day. And I'm, like. No way he did not tell you like, he bought that one. <laughs> And he said, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I got this one for a discount, ten million. What, bro? What discount is that? Like, how you gonna come to? How you gonna come to ask us for like money? That's not a problem, bro. Because we're supposed to talk. But then you're buying planes for ten. Like, what do you need a plane for as a pastor? Like, and you're not famous. Is he famous? Low key is, but like not he that, okay? not that famous for him to have. He's a plane, not. He's bro. not worldwide. I need nah. to go to Brazil real quick. Then go da 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 da. So I can't nah. even have the excuse of well, I'm just faster. Or even like. I'm, I'm using this to, like, you know, help the poor people in somewhere else. You're not doing that. <laughs> You're doing that to go visit your friends and stuff. Like, nah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, bro. Um, The idea of false prophets was always a, 
a thing that always resonated with me because it just seems like snake oil salesmen. Mm-hmm. That's that's always what I was what I was, like. There's what's that one white dude? Which one? He's like a famous preacher white dude. He's like wah wah wah. <laughs> you know, I, the, I know the, you're talking about. Right? I know yeah, you're talking yeah. about. I know exactly. <laughs> talking. What's his name, bro? <laughs> is it Kenneth? Is it Kenneth Copeland, bro? I feel like. Personally, I don't care what his name is. Yeah, no, but I know, I know you're talking about though. Fuck it, we don't care about his name. We don't care about his name. But yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But I think like, why would God allow these type of people to exist? Because I, I feel like in the beginning of their journey, for mostly every pastor, like they're really in the heart to like you know help people and stuff. But then at some point, when they're starting to get the bread and it becomes OC bread, then their heart changes to a whole different thing. You feel me? Like, bread changes people. Bro, Even bro, the people bro. that are really supposed to be guiding us to, like, a good life, it changes them too. Exactly, bro. Oh, oh, bread changing people. I need to get to that amount of bread that changes me. I'm tired of me. I'm tired of me. Yo, yo. I mean, I never had a problem with, like, if someone's, like, I need to get to the bag, that's their number one goal. I don't have an issue with that because, you know, it's good to have a goal, but for me, I always felt like, Using, time using the using god's name and voice to get said bread yeah that's crazy especially if you're supposed to be like the Does, one that leads us to it's god it's not it's not is that not wild it is not nah, but there was um there was a youtuber that did like a i think an investigation on this one mega like pastor and they found out that he was like like taking more bread from the church like taking bread from like his congregation like a wild amount and they're like confronting him i think it was on like uh, some some show that they're doing on the news, and I was just uh, looking at it one day. I was like, "Yo, like I wonder how many like big patches really are how? doing this." He only got caught up because somebody did not clean up his trail. Yes, imagine all the people that are actually good at laundering. Yeah. Uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. But speaking of of things that I hate and things that I hate purchasing, I feel like love has been um commodified. Yeah. Yeah. And it's pissing me off. <laughs> I'm so upset. Yeah. Because it's as if people... Mm. A saying that my people always told me is... One choice gives you one route. Multiple choices give you multiple routes. Don't spend the energy choosing these multiple routes. So... I'm using that saying onto the idea of, of like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, yada 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 yada, because of they've they made a way for people to choose every single mm. factor of their significant other, and that right there goes. I feel like that goes against the whole points of the relationship, because mm-hmm. like if you go all the way back. Um, dating was not a thing. Love was lit. The whole point of love was it was an economic contract between two families. Yeah, Doctor Umar says it's best. Blacks keep the money in the family. Yeah. but <laughs> beyond the point, beyond the points, like the whole purpose of getting people to getting relationships and love was so they can bond and put money together. Yeah, and the woman will get protection. The family will get money, yada, 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 on and on and on. It wasn't ever about love until, who was it? Who was it? I think it was one of, a, it was a queen. A queen was the person that, that really started off the, 
the route of people like choosing mar- uh, choosing people off of love and dating and on and on and on and on. I think it was like some, it was, ah, I'll just cut it at some queen, right? Yeah. So her love went and died and then she famously didn't remarry and he, she just mourned for 40 years. And it was, everybody was seeing it and everyone was like, what are you doing? And then it started to catch on because of trends go up, down. No, not up, down. Down, up. Like, I was right. Up, down. Yeah. <laughs> so once the rich started to do it, that means everybody else starts to follow suit. Yeah. Just like with all other trends. So now you have people that are actually trying to find love and do this and do that and do this. It was, it was more about the person than it was just the act of dating and coming and finding love, yada, yada, yada. And then that con- that continues to the 1920s. You know what? We'll we'll come back to this. We will we will come back to this spiel. We'll come back to this spiel. I like where you're going with this though. Like it was making a lot of sense to me. It it will it will come it will come <laughs> back later. But um, how do you feel about the com- the commodification of love? And do you think it has been commodified? Oh, most definitely. And I feel like it's been it's been commodified even more within like the past fifteen years since like social media be- has became a thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've really been like accelerating to that point of it's. It's going back to, I feel like it's going to go back to, you know, financially, what, like, how can we get together that, you know, it's a, it's like a mutual agreement that we're going to go up together financially, mother, like, rather than it is love. Because mm-hmm. we're talking about the other day, like, how often do you see now, just like, if you go on Instagram or something like that, they see like, if a man don't pay for my nails, pay for my hair, something like that, we can't, we can't get along, you feel me? Oh, I was, um, the point that I was getting to, um, they reached a point where instead of giving money to the family, you're giving money to events for the other person, i.e. making the, the woman the, the product that you're purchasing. Mm-hmm. So one of the big problem with that is, is that once you're, once you're paying, once the, do, once the man is paying for events, the way that women come into the stage is they have to be beautiful. And the thing, and the, the one of the big problems with that is, the reason why that happened was because of, yeah, the 1920s, they started marketing a woman far more. So they're marketing this be- the beautiful white woman with all the ads, all the magazines, mm-hmm. making them docile to become that picture, the, yeah. the product of the thing. So now men want the beautiful woman to have on their arm, and it turned into more of like arm candy than it was really love. And I feel like from that point is when, like, not in a sense, like, because uh, you know how, like, the idea of a housewife just stays home, she's pretty, she doesn't say much, she cooks, she cleans, and just drinks wine all day. Mm-hmm. In a sense, just... Like a trophy wife. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, literally, exactly. So they're just becoming trophy wives. I feel like that's that's where it really started to take off with that idea. Yeah, most definitely, because, like... I don't know when the term trophy wife was coined, but we can probably go back and look at that and be like, yo, that was the beginning of the end because now look where we're at now. Like, trophy wife. Because I, I think I saw on the news that the percentage of like monogamous like households, like being married, having one kid is like at its lowest point like in ever in American history. And it's like going to keep falling. And I feel like even just the amount of relationships we see stay together for like a long time or it's like the rate is dropping too because like you said, there's so many choices out. Like you can go on Instagram, see like 10 battles, like 
Are you going to look at your woman and be like, yo, it's love that's keeping me? <laughs> or have you had ready on be like, you know, I can go I can go get someone more with the bread I have? Or can I stay with the woman I love? And not a lot of niggas are talking about the woman I love, bro. They're always talking about like, oh, yeah, she better or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I can definitely see your point that it's more commodified. Uh, 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 it's, it just worries me because I feel like the apps are purposely like fiending on that mind state of people. Like they... I was reading this study about, uh, I think it was, was it Bump? Oh, it was Tinder. It was Tinder. It's designed for, it's designed like a shopping app. So people are literally like shopping for mm, like the yeah. person. So it gives like, because of, you know how like uh, with Tinder you get like uh, buzzes and rings when you match and things like that. And it gives like the casino effect. So it's as if you like won. Like, yeah, like you, you got matches like you won a game or something. Or you just bought a new thing. Yeah. And I feel like that idea is like really pressing on. Yeah, nah, like literally you're making me look at a lot of things differently today. <laughs> I can't lie. <laughs> All right. Now you think about it. Yeah, when you get a match or something, like you see like, what is it? The notification comes up, makes like a what? A sound that you don't hear for no other app. Mm-hmm. That has its own special sound and everything. You're like, yeah, I got that. Like, mm-hmm. you feel me? Mm-hmm. You want something now. And now you see people, there's some people, like, they won't even attempt to, like, go talk to the girl that they got. It doesn't matter about that. It doesn't <laughs> matter that they got the match. So, like, you know, now they're up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not that I'm saying that it's bad, but I'm saying that it's bad if you don't have the correct intentions with it. Mm-hmm. If your intention was just to ah find someone, I'm gonna hit the person. Uh, we're gonna disappear for both of me, li- for both of our lives. We'll follow each other. You'll have like my staff. Yeah, life is beautiful. <laughs> I'm like that's, that's fine. If that's the wave you're on, but I feel like there's actual people that are coming in with the genuine like with the genuine idea of finding their loved one. Yeah, and that is. Wild. Yeah, I never understood. <laughs> Personally, I don't think that's what the dating apps should be. I mean, it, that's what that's the beginning. What that's what it's what made it's, for. But like we've changed even, it so far key, that I don't even think that's what it's even for. Because of if it was for dating, if it was like specifically to find your love, I feel like it would actively try and find, try and like prom. It wouldn't give you the the exact woman you want if it was trying to go for love. Because the person that you love won't have all the same likes and all the same yada, 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 all the same things as you. Yeah. You'll have someone that has different likes, different um, things they're interested. Because when you both have different things, you both gain something new. Yeah. But if you're both just coming on with the same, oh, I like this show, you like this show, I like to go hike, you like to go hike, I like to go eat this food, you like to go eat this food... And it's all the same, and y'all not finding anything new about each other because they're literally just you. Yeah, I feel like you're right because I feel like a part of love that makes it interesting is that you get to know something about your partner, like, you know, every day or, like, you know, always learn something new. But if you guys all have the same interests, I feel like that could work out. But also, at some point, you're going to get bored if you're with, like, basically just you. I think that that's, that's what it, it's, it's designed for you to get bored and find the next person on the app. Mm. I think that's, like, one of the like, the purpose of the app. For sure, because, like, again, we can go back. Like, they could say the front is, is find your true love one here, but mm-hmm. nah. Hinge, the whole point of Hinge is literally just so you're supposed to use the app, find your love, and delete the app. 
But why would they want you to delete the app? <laughs> <You're not laughs> that makes sense. You feel me? Yeah, that's like that's the that's definitely a friend. Like they don't want you to delete the app. They don't want you to delete that. They get bread for you sticking on that app and swiping, bro. They don't yeah, want you to leave. They don't yeah. care about you finding no true love. That's not, that's not exactly. We're not here for all that. Oh my god. Oh, and the way that they can like hyper focus what you like and have it down to a T. <laughs> That is just sound like the Lair, CIA, you could, bro. You could That's change it. Be like, I want this height, you know, in this area, all that, bro. You could, if you want a farmer, <laughs> there's farmers meats. <laughs> Any, if you want anything, there's somewhere, there's somebody out there, there's some website that's gonna promote. We can find you here, but guess what? They ain't really care about if you find a loved one there. They just want you to be there. Exactly. Do you have any Tinder horror stories? You ever match with someone that's like, and you actually linked? Do you actually be linking these these people off these apps? Well, I mean, I haven't been on Tinder for like a minute, bro. But really, how come? I don't know. I just stopped. Like once I did, you just get bored. Was it just not hitting the same <laughs> as freshman year? I'm confused. I don't know. I feel like Corona. I feel like Corona is like a part of it too. Um, if I got bored during Corona. Uh, so I stopped using you it like around. Playing the video man. game, <laughs> not even that. I feel like people people were inside Corona season. I was not inside Corona season. I was living my best life outside every day. Like, <laughs> so I feel like I was doing a lot more things with my friends and like actually enjoying myself during Corona. And I stopped. I feel like that's when I stopped using it for real, for real. Mm, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I do. Fi- I do find myself going there when I do get bored and there's like nothing on. I need to. Maybe I need to hop back on. huh? No, you don't. It's, <laughs> it's 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 also you've never had anything like no scary stab you. Yo, what? <laughs> hey, that's crazy. I'm thinking like, what would it be like? Yo, there maybe it's not it's not a scary one, but like There's I, some wild shit. I, I feel wild. Some great shit. <laughs> just like I met nice times. I just all not, of it. not even but like one time. I think I met like not. I think I met a girl I matched with like. Like, not me. Like, I didn't really plan to meet with her, right? But I was all side that night. Like, I think it was, at, it was on campus, all side, like, teed. Bro, she saw me. <laughs> she saw me. So I got matched with you earlier. I'm looking around. And I'm teed up at this point. I don't remember what she's talking about. I'm looking. I'm like, huh? Bro, she starts to, like, follow me and talk to me, bro. Like, while I'm walking away, I'm like, bro, where are you going? She's like, can we, like, go back talk? Talk where? <laughs> like, lost me. I was like, I was like, nah, but I told her like, nah, I'm not going home. So I know we're going to talk, and I was lying because I was most definitely going home. <laughs> it was midnight. But that's just weird. That's weird, bro. Like how you just, like I'm, I don't think I even talked to her after that match, bro. I just matched with her, and she tried to like act like she already knew me or something. I'm like, wait a second. Why are you acting surprised? Like you don't look the way you look. <laughs> Let's just. Can we all just be serious? <laughs> You're a little short, but your face makes up for it, bro. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Uh, tender horror stories. Tender horror stories. I know you had a lot of them. It's not even... Hey, yo, can <laughs> we all take a breather? <laughs> what is wrong with people? <laughs> this is this is Go NK with the Tinder stories. I already know he got hella. Jesus, I don't even got shit, bro. Ah, oh, what is some wild shit that happened to me on this app? Oh. Oh. Do you be lying to people on this app? The, what kind of lies we talking about here? What what is lying? What <laughs> like, do you think what lying is? is? What is lying, bro? I might maybe I embellish embellish a little bit. I don't know if I lie. Okay, 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 okay. So, um, my greatest match. You know what? Ah, does she listen? 
He gonna have to. He gonna think about it. You know what? You know what? You know what? She only has my phone number, so I highly doubt that she listens. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. Um, well, so I end up match- matching with this um girl. She wasn't from Germany. Germany. She was from like. What likes where likes chocolate? Switzerland. I think something like that, right? Foreign exchange. She was only here because of her family is obnoxiously rich. Bro, that's bro. How many? Like I, I saw a tweet that like there's so many foreign exchange students that you don't know. Like they're ruining their own <laughs> economy <laughs> in their country. And I thought about I'm like, bro, if they're foreign exchange students, usually they're they're like they can't be poor from a, bro, a country coming from. You think they came across <laughs> the globe? I would no bread, bro. With no bread. Right, nah. That just does it. It does its sense. <laughs> it does not make sense. So we were talking, and then it turns out she was like a duchess. Yo. Like actual, <laughs> Yo. actual royalty, right? That's tough. That's <laughs> tough. So I, I hit her with a with a pickup line. It was it was you know what? Ah, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck <laughs> it. I said, I said, you seem lit like a glow stick. And I'd love to break your back. Like, <laughs> hey, that's a. Hey y'all, hey, y'all take that down. Y'all take that down. That's take a gold Tinder line. Take nothing down. Take nothing down. This is the King NK giving y'all tips how to get the Tinder hoes. Come on now. Bro, bro. I was literally, I said it as like a joke. Short response. Like 45 seconds later, she said, Oh, where are you lying, huh? <laughs> I said merch. Hey, <laughs> I said merch. So we we're, we were talking, we we're talking a bit. And then she gave me her number. And then it was her number was like it was 12 digits. But it was like I I'm not going to say her phone number. But uh, <laughs> it was like 1 2 space All three, right, four, country code. Space. Oh. <laughs> so I said, "Oh wow, she's not lying." Yeah. It'll touch. It'll touch nicely. <laughs> So we, we get to text, we get to text, and then I, I hit her, I'm like, oh, you're like, you know what? Do you like ice cream? Yeah. And she's like, of course I like she ice cream. She has to like, who who doesn't like ice cream? Why won't you like ice cream? Like, for real, who really? If somebody says don't like ice cream, that's the red flag. You know what? Thank you for telling me you don't like ice cream. Because why am I licking you? Flag, bro. What? <laughs> so, so it was like, ah, oh, man, I got a place. So, I took it a couple of <laughs> Yo, there's so many different ice cream shops. You talking about Kofu? You're going to Kofu's gang. You're going to <laughs> Kofu's, bro. I'm so sorry, bro. I'm so sorry. So we get ice cream. Da, 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 da. We we come at da, 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 da. all the stuff, and then as we were hanging out, I started noticing something about her. She was like extravagant, right? Like. She came fitted, like fitted crazy, dressed with like all the da, 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 for da, regular da. meetup. Just for regular meetup, I'm uh-huh. out here literally this fit. This was the fit. It was it was this fit, and I was like, what "Fuck, is you dressed up for?" It was like dressed up. This is just like her regular fit. This was that, she was like, <laughs> "You will never see me dressed down less than this," and I said, "You know what? We love it." <laughs> We love it. So no, we we had a like we started doing all this stuff, and then ah, find out on the Patreon. <laughs> I'll be damned if I'll come out here and snitch on myself. You foolish niggas. 
I hate all of you. Hey. <laughs> hey. But bro, she began into it like that. Bro, bro, bro. And the thing is, she comes from a place that like drugs are not as criminalized. Mm. Where like everything was like just a regular thing, you know. It's... Maybe she's from the Netherlands though, because I know in the Netherlands, like weed is legal there. It's been legal for a minute too. Mm. But yeah, I know she was telling me stories about how motherfuckers were just doing a, a ton of drugs and it's just like something that's super common. So it made me think the US legalize everything yeah be like oregon do it all do it all Bro, i need it all i need it all knowing people from like europe now it look like we actually like the weak people but like we be thinking coke oc what they be doing over there is way more past coke bro, bro. if you're not doing pills bro mm. <laughs> like they be moving crazy in Europe. <laughs> uh but yeah no tinder horror stories Ugh. you know what i might start a series with that you know that'd, that'd you be a great it'd be a I'll, great series we could we could rack up hella views with that one. Speaking of drugs, ah, do they make parties better? And what at is- this point, bro, in my life, I know that there's a certain drug that would just be with me forever, and that's the Mary Jane. Like <laughs> at this point, like it's not going nowhere in my life. We're gonna be like hand in hand forever. So with that, I feel like it depends what kind of drug to make it better. Because I haven't done, like, a wild amount. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the the ones I have done, not all of them make parties better. Okay, okay, okay. But some. I okay. face out some for sure. Okay, okay, okay. Um, when I was in New York, I was in New York for a bit, I was just looking right, looking left. Motherfuckers are ridiculous out there. <laughs> ridiculous. So I went out there with my homeboy and then to record, to record and do a bunch of other shit there too, right? My homeboy goes and disappears. <laughs> this nigga leaves me in a New York, in a random New York bar. What? I'm looking at I'm like, wow. Where the fuck is my guy? Yeah, I say, Mercy wants you to get lost, bro. <laughs> bro, bro, if I just got lost, bro, I did get lost once. I did get lost. I walked out. Okay, so there was a. Okay, I'll tell this story. I'll tell the next story. So we were doing like little. Uh, there's a kickback at one of his homegirl spots. And then my homie leaves to go link with. Bad. A bad John. Bad. Yo, y'all should have seen his face. This girl gotta be OC bad. Bro, a New York baddie. Just just a O it's O it's O D. It was O yeah. D as fuck. I'm already knowing. And it was, and the thing is, he was like, "No, that's just like a, like a, a six, six, seven here, nothing too. That wasn't too crazy. That wasn't too crazy." I was like, "Huh? So you just living like that, huh?" Yeah, I need to come to see Minnesota talking about too crazy. Bro. <laughs> I fucking hate it here, dude, bro. I hate it here. I'm gonna let you finish your story, but yeah, bro, I feel you. Like after going to Arizona, like, I was just disappointed to come back over here, bro. <laughs> What do you mean you already spent game? You're ugly. Like, bro. Like, oh, my goodness. That's a different story, bro. That's a whole different story. But, yeah, no, he leaves. And then his hobbies were low-key started to piss me off because they are just talking about just dumb shit. And I was just like, the only just, like, just don't care. Literally, I know exactly how you feel. How you felt at that moment. And then when you're, like, in the... <laughs> and you're getting bold. So I just, like, you know what, bro? I'm tired of all you. I get up. <laughs> Walk around, and then I just open the door and walk off to the New York streets. What? I don't take a snap. I'm like, ah. Because this is after like 15, 20 minutes. I take a snap. Ah, post on our private story. 
I was like, ah, lost to New York. Gang, gang, gang. <laughs> That's such an NKS post, bro. Five motherfuckers call me immediately. Hey, yo, where the fuck are you? <laughs> That's such an NKS post, bro. One of my homegirls was like, you're lucky you're not a woman because you'd be kidnapped now. <laughs> and I said, ah, you're right. And then I look around. I was like, where the fuck am I, by the way? Hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> Lick in the system, man's offside in a place he's never been before. Moving crazy. Uh, I'm out here saying, what up? <laughs> I was talking about, you're to the people walking around here, yeah, bro. I should have gotten up immediately. Yo, I can just, like, imagine you doing this, bro. That's the funniest part. I can see you doing bro, this. Bro, I'm out here yelling out, you're... Word. <laughs> the word of my mother, Word bro. of bucket, ice, and cheese, man. <laughs> Yell at that bitch. <laughs> I'm out here dabbing up strangers, bro. That's the best thing about being drunk, bro. Nigga, strangers are your best friends. <laughs> and the thing is, I should have put in my mind, bro, you're in New York. They stab people for fun here. Like, Yo. it's like England over here, bro. Easy, they could have easily beat your ass just because you said hi, bro. <laughs> just see, niggas just mad. That is, is low-key another thing about other places. New York and Atlanta. If you say, if you come to someone's talking about hi, what up, bro? They'll give you the energy of who the fuck are you? Why did you think it was okay to come here? <laughs> and and another thing, another thing. How much those shoes? What's what size of them bitches? You, you did this to yourself, and now yeah, that's just the energy that the motherfuckers give over there. God damn it. Um, what was the story I was telling before this? The New York one. You were in the apartment. You left. So we're at you. You're outside saying you're and stuff. Oh, no, no, no. This was a side story. What was the story I was talking about before that? Oh, shoot. This is, okay, we were in, you were in the bar. Yeah, yes, in the bar. And then I was like, you know what, fuck it. My homie gone, ah, I might as well get make the most of it. So I'm just standing at the bar, just talking to the bartender, trying to, like, you know, just talk. Because, uh, you know, once you start talking, you start feeling good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I start talking to the bartender. And then I see over here, I'm like, oh, wow, an African. <laughs> hey, Jesus Christ. Bro, right? I'm already knowing New York, they it's different. Bro, bro. So I, I go over, I start talking, I start chopping up. So it was Tommy, it was like, oh, yeah. I, what what did she do? What did that bitch tell me she did? Fucking, she was like a financial analyst at like fucking, uh. God damn it, me. So I asked her, I'm like, what do you do? So he's like, oh. I just, work at, I just work at JP Morgan. I'm just out here for the summer. Nothing too crazy. That's crazy. Not <laughs> too crazy. I'm like, but but why? She's like, oh no, I'm just from London. I'm just I'm just from London. I was just coming out here. Um, I don't even really want to do this for real. I have like modeling things that I do back at home, but like you know, I like fashion and all. So I just came to New York. I said, so you're here for the funsies? To work with that. We will work. Let's let's work with this. <laughs> <laughs> so I start spinning again, da, 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 da. and then we go downstairs, and then there's there's a there's a dude that'll stand there just like you're not getting back here, and the girl's like, my friend, move, <laughs> move. <laughs> he went and stepped aside. Ah, he tried to win. He tried to stop me, but the girl just said, "Can you just be just respect yourself?" Bro, and, then, and the thing is, like, bro, girls are bold, bro. Like they will slap the fuck yeah. out you. <laughs> Honestly, I would too if you couldn't hit me back. I would too. 
But no, we end up we end up going downstairs, and it was just a whole separate party, separate vibes. Everybody right. there was just better than everybody up there. It was ridiculous. And then I look at the table, and I'm like, there's just like this much, just white stuff, just just scattered, just scattered. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, what do you mean? What is that? You don't know what that is? Yo. And then the night just escalated from there. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, yeah, I can see how the night escalated. Oh, honestly, honestly, I need to cut. I need to come back with blood. Was that was that your first time? Yeah, that was my first time in New York. I was, no, I'm like, was that your first time with the the white stuff all over? <laughs> <laughs> the crazy part is the crazy part is when I went there when I went to New York. That was the first time ever. Like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, bro, it was... I still have never went that route yet, but I heard it's, like, a very <laughs> exhilarating time for your first time to do it. Yes, yes. It's a, it's a great 25 minutes. Yeah, I heard it's short, though. It's, it's fucking short. useless. I niggas need to catch... I need to catch hands, bro. Niggas See? need to give me hands, bro. And they're like, me, bro, after <laughs> after weed, bro, the next thing I tried was shrooms, bro. Mm, and that boom, booms. is most definitely not a party drug, bro. You should not be taking that when you're going to parties, bro. Cause you could really be, <laughs> you could really tweak out. Low key, while I was in Milwaukee, I tried to get my homeboy to do it for his birthday. Like while there was a birthday party, yeah. I wanted him to instead of drinking and smoking and doing all that, take booms. Mm. I want to see you freak. <laughs> I want to see you freak. They Come told, see these demons. They told bro. me, bro. They told me before I did it. Said like, make sure you're in the safe spot. Uh, you know, <laughs> make sure, make sure you know who you with and stuff. Make sure you're comfortable. And I was like, yeah, bro, fuck that. I don't care about none of this shit y'all talking about. Make yeah. sure you trust the homies around you, bro. Yeah, bro. That's that's real words because if you don't, bro, like anything can you go down. You just stand like this all day. Yeah, yeah. What are you trying to do, homie? <laughs> Why did he walk out? He, he's plotting on me. Mm, all right, bro. bro. You start thinking about like things that you should not like. Anybody's an op to you, bro. I was, like, I was in the. I mean, they, people know my first time. I like people around me that close to me know my first time, bro. Bro, with the two girls, I just started tweaking out, bro. I was telling them like, cause I was with my mans too. I was telling them like, bro, they're plotting on you, bro. They're trying to kill you. Like I'm telling, I'm telling them. Like, you bro. were doing two mans off of shrimp. I'm telling him, bro. I'm like, bro. I'm like, bro. They're trying to kill you. Like this world is not real. Like so, I just tweaking. You out here trusting these hoes? Hi, right, bro. I. So, yeah, for sure, do that around people you trust because don't be like me. You could be tweaking out, ruining a two-man for no reason. Why are you doing two-mans? Bro, see, it's... That sounds like just a bad time. Bro, I, I wish I listened because it wouldn't have happened like that then. Did the niggas, they literally said don't do it. They, they, they did tell me don't do it, bro. They did tell me don't do it. What was the one lesson you learned? To not do it random people. Like, I, after that, after that, the second time I did it... It was with everybody I knew, so it was way more cool. I was booing at that time. No, no, no. I mean, like, what was, like, the, the overarching theme that you come away with? <sighs> I felt like after that night when I did it, I really looked at myself in the mirror after that, and I started seeing faults. Like, yo, I cannot do this shit again. Like, in that mindset I'm in, for sure not. What was wrong? What were you seeing? It wasn't what I was seeing, bro. It was just, like, after it happened, I was just, like, thinking back on it, and I'm like, bro, I feel like I was, I feel like, when it was happening, I wasn't in control. But looking back at it, I feel like I was in control of the whole thing. But because like of I was your tweaking, whole life, or no, just like the whole situation. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, so you didn't have like a, an existential breaking point? Nah, bro. I feel like damn. I feel like I had to take hella to do to have an existential breaking point. <laughs> like, 
A gram and a half, too. See, niggas be bitches, bro. Niggas what you want bitches. me to do, bro? 3.5. Four? Oh, you think this is weird or something? All right, okay. He's talking, about, he's talking about the KD. Yeah, <laughs> 3.5, bro. Bro, NK2 was banging my head in for two hours, bro. Three and a half, I know I'm going to be seeing donkeys running across the sky. <laughs> That's the point. No, okay, okay. Hey, bro, we talking now. You're hearing it now, bro. Next time I do it, you come in with me. We can both take 3.5 and we'll see who tweaking now. <laughs> Wow, I remember being in uh, uh, San Francisco. You, that's what you was doing then, bro? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you moving crazy. Did you not see the sandwich? You don't remember the sandwich? Oh, <laughs> I know that's what you was on, bro. That was what was in it? Yes, bro. Remember you ate it in a sandwich, bro. Yeah, you know, bro. I ate mine with applesauce. See, see, fuck all that. Fuck <laughs> all of that. Niggas are out here telling me it's going to taste like trash, bro, so just eat it. Now, fuck y'all, nigga. No, it does, though. Fuck They're right. y'all. I want to eat it with a fucking rice and jollof. No. I want it with jollof yeah. rice. I'm going to try it with real food next time because I tried it, the first time I ever did I tried to eat it raw, and I was like, bro, this is the worst thing. <laughs> How am I going to swallow this shit? Like, this is so bad. Yeah, bro. Oh, my God. But, yeah, there's the existential breaking points. That, and the lessons you learn from taking it. No, it definitely makes you look inward. I feel like even on my little my little trip, bro, I was thinking to myself, like, damn, bro. Like, is this what you want to be doing with your life right now? <laughs> <laughs> you unserious <laughs> nigga. <laughs> like, I don't know if I went so far. Like, I was thinking about my life, but I was thinking about, like, my life at that point. Like, damn, bro, you sure this, like, you could be doing a lot of things, bro, and this is what you're doing right now? <laughs> You out here, you have homework. And look at oh, you. Nah, this is the summer. No homework. Oh. No homework. <laughs> oh, oh, great life. It's it's a great life. Oh. Hey, we young, bro. This is beginning. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, we've, you know what? You know what? Ah, how much time we got left? Uh, it's been an hour and ten. Uh, <laughs> Russell Westbrook, what do you think? Do you think it's his fault? Of how bad he's been this year? Not how bad he's been. How bad the Lakers been. He's oh, been bad. But I, don't, I don't blame Russ for that because... You know me, and can you know me? I am an anti the most anti LeBron you will ever see. You know I hate that man. <laughs> so I blame LeBron and the GM for even thinking Russell Westbrook on that team would be a good idea. Cause I'm not even a LeBron fan, but I could I could even tell you that putting another ball dominant man that cannot shoot with LeBron does not make sense at all. The one thing that I always was thinking. The way to be successful with Russell Westbrook is to have shooters. Yeah. And you have DeAndre Jordan and Dwight. Davis, Dwight Howard. Niggas that can't make a three to save their career. Why is DeAndre Jordan still in the league? That's the real <laughs> question. The, the, the Nets dropped him because he's a 44-year-old man. A 97-year-old <laughs> man. And y'all picked yeah. him up to be your backup Hey. To Dwight, that shouldn't be in the... What? You saw what Brown was saying, bro. Don't worry about his old-ass team. All right, bro, we're not worried about y'all. <laughs> Don't worry, we're not worried about y'all. And now look at us. Oh! All y'all Brown fans, y'all should have fun with this year because I'm most definitely having fun looking at this, bro. The Lakers being bad has been so much fun for me. The, the only thing I think, I think what's going to happen, we're going to get rid of the Suns. You think you're going to make the playoffs? <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest here. You have you have a day to day, already missing month every time he plays. He's not what gonna is be wrong bad. With his body, bro. 
This man loves getting injured or something, bro. There's no way. How do you have LeBron on your team and your body is not as just moving correctly? <laughs> bro, do he be in the gym? <laughs> Are you what not stretching, he, bro? Like, bro, what is he actually doing? Because he gets injured doing the most random things, bro, every time. You jumped and got injured, bro. Be- even before that, bro, it was Brown fault. Brown, we're playing the Timberwolves. That's when we're playing the Timberwolves. I remember that game. Brown pushed someone into him and this nigga whole knee discombobulated. <laughs> <laughs> so, this nigga should be in the wrong place at the wrong time, but still, even with that, bro, like, he not stretching, bro. There ain't no way he get into that much stretching. It's just, it's so foolish. It's like someone stole his monster, someone stole his powers, like and the now monsters he's, did he's it. he's out for a whole month again, bro. LeBron gonna have to go super, bro, to even make bro, the play in. Bro, bro, <laughs> literally, bro, this would all change if they just had shooters. Yeah. Just shooters. Literally, if they just added, like, three shooters. Yeah. They'd be like a four seed. Because <laughs> even, even with 80 out, bro, you see Malik Monk, like niggas didn't expect Malik Monk to be this good, but he can shoot and you have Brown if, with him. If nigga. Malik Monk is my best shooter, you need to see me, bro. Your only shooters are Malik Monk and Austin Reeves. Bro, and Melo. Old ass Melo is like the third best shooter on the team. What are we doing? Like, how do you look at LeBron and be like, let's surround him with players that play in the inside? Like, how does that make sense? And then you get Russ. And then you don't, do you not realize that all the players around him cannot run? So now the speed that he adds onto the game mm-hmm. is neutralized and damn near not wanted mm-hmm. because the niggas can't run with him. Literally, they were talking about this other day, I think, on ESPN. They're saying they were praising them. Someone was like, oh, look at the Lakers last night. They put in a lot of effort. And then the other dude was like, bro. You're praising a team that's supposed to be an NBA contender because they finally put an effort for the first time, and you think we're gonna agree with you? Like, and I was like, <laughs> Yo, and I was like bro, because they don't even run back on defense or none of that, bro. They're too old. Like, they used to be chilling. And the thing is, and the thing is, it's a bunch of players that's like, they weren't playing defense in their primes. So why do they be playing defense at 37 years old? Like they're not doing. Like Bron is your best defender on that team, bro. Do you understand? A 38 year old man is your best defender. <laughs> Why is there so many 30-year-olds on this team? That's the real question. <laughs> Yo, when they were stacking that up, I was just laughing. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a great season. Y'all, so and the thing that blows me, y'all couldn't just go and, like, drop some old heads and just get some young bloods from, like, just random trash niggas? You couldn't yeah. get some, like, G League niggas to run around? Bro, it's because they mortgaged their whole future, bro. They have no picks that even, like, pick you up young shooters. You don't need shooters. to pick them up. Like, they have no money to get, like, free agent shooters, bro. And it, you know the thing is? You know what I heard, bro? Like, next year, they're saying they're supposed to keep, like, damn near the same roster as what they have this year. Like, they don't have no money to do anything, bro. Like, that's... Bro, y'all Brown fans going to be very hurt, bro. <laughs> y'all about to see two years of straight pain. Bro, because, like... No, because one of my plan, what I What I was thinking they were going to do, I think they're going to drop everybody. Mm. Like, literally, everybody gets dropped, but LeBron, AD, Russ, Austin Reeves, Stanley, and and uh, Malik Monk. The rest of them old head-ass niggas need to just get up, get up, get up. They all need to get up. And then you go and start picking up niggas that are from the G Leagues. Literally. Niggas that want to, they're going to effort. They're going to put in effort because they want to play. They want to stay in the league. These old niggas... They're, they're, they're done. done. They like, have they're their done. kids. Like, bro, they won championships. They did all the investment. They're not going to hustle, bro. What are they Dwight hustling for? has a rig. Why is he sprinting? Like, niggas, like, bro, I already won, bro. What am I hustling for? Bro? I'm not brown. I'm not chasing, I'm not chasing greatness. Like, what? Uh, one of the funniest shit, um, Shannon Sharp was like, well, 
some players don't care about their greatness. <laughs> Yo, I was literally talking about this. Some niggas just care about that bread, bro. You Whoa. get that bread, they're going to do whatever you're on that court. You're telling me you're going to pay me $14 to not even be a great player? A mid? <laughs> bro, not even mid. A Marcus Morris level ass nigga? Yeah. Yo, Marcus Morris would help that team, bro. You acting like that. Yeah, they could use a Marcus Morris on that team right now. They just pay Anthony Davidson, Russell Westbrook, damn near $70 million to run around and be injured. <laughs> the part that blows me, bro, the part that blows me, Russ would be good on this team if they just had some shooters. Lit, bro, Russ, I... Russ is not understand. bad! He's not, bad. He's it's not just, even bad! It's just a, it's a joke right now because it's a, it's a present. But if you go look back last year, this nigga Russ putting up wild numbers with the Wizards. Why? He just had shooters around him. They weren't good, but... He has shooters and he could do whatever he wanted. And now you look at what the Wizards are doing now. Now they're in 100% rebuild mode mm-hmm. because Kuz, fucking, what's what's them other two heads? Spencer Dinwiddie, Sten- all them niggas. Fucking, um, fucking, who's the nigga with dreads? Oh, Montrez? Yes. Well, Ain't he, doing he's shit. Gone. He's gone, though. Because he wasn't doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> he really wasn't. They were good in the beginning, and then they started dipping when everybody else came back. Because Montrez on the Hornets now, yeah. Trash. <laughs> Trash. But no. Fucking, and now Bradley Bill. Where is he going to head to? Bro, I, I guess he's a free agent. I mean, if he doesn't re-sign with the Wizards, bro. If he re-signs with the Wizards, he needs to catch these hands. <laughs> so Him and Dave are weird. They're, it's getting weird now. Bro, it's getting okay, kind of weird. If Bradley Beal do it, it's just going to be because of the bread. Like, if he wants to win, he will not re-sign with the Wizards because they have nothing on for them. Dame, I feel Dame because... <laughs> Trading CJ McCollum, everybody else, this offseason, them niggas have hella bread. Like, they could get anybody. But if they don't get anybody who and they still there, who, nigga. Who? Who? Yo, niggas keep asking me this. Like, this. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a GM? <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Jalen Brown, bro. I don't know. I don't know who they're going to get, but if you have $70 million, bro, I'm telling niggas, bro, Oregon's right here. They get drugs for free, bro. And we got bread for you, nigga. Just come and slide. I don't care about, I don't care about living in Portland, bro. We're going to pay you anything you want. Just come slide. <laughs> I'm telling that's I'm telling all free agents right now from the opening. Hey, Paul George, just, just, just mosey on over here, bro. Just mosey Man, on over here. But I don't know how they're going to fix the Chobits, to be honest, because they're they trying to tank, but they're not tanking. There's, there's, they're the 10th seed, bro. Literally. I think, Lose. no. I think they're moving in front of the Lakers now. <laughs> I think they're the 9, the Lakers are 10. I think that I might be it, bro. It's, I hate it here. <laughs> I think that might be it. I just hate it here. Ugh. <sighs> You know what make me really happy though at the end of the NBA season? What? Like, even though I don't want the Timberwolves to be in the playing, if we can Is, take out LeBron James out of the playoffs, that would be that would be the happiest what, moment of my life. What seed? That would be ridiculous. What <laughs> seed is the uh, Timberwolves? We're the seventh right now. We're like a game and a half or two games away from the six. So there's those are Mavericks. I've been looking at stats and it says like we have the the best like technically we have the best like starting five. Yeah, and the uh, best bench. Our net rating from our starting five is the best in the league when they play together. Yeah, it's be it's because, bro, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's gonna stay for too long because we really be tweaking now that everybody's healthy. But <laughs> in the beginning, like them niggas were like damn near undefeated, bro. Even this year, I think that last last night was the first game we've lost at home this whole like twenty twenty two. Very nice. Very, we we up we nice, up, bro. Very nice. Very nice. Ah, well, we've reached a segment of Wish I Had a Sensei, where our guest goes and gives some advice that he wish he had. Take it away. Mm. 
Any type of advice, huh? Any age, any person, horny, not horny, everything. <laughs> this goes for, especially if it's a Friday night and we about to go outside too. Um, all the men listening to this, if someone tells you no, it means no. Low key, low key, it be blowing me. How some people don't understand that? Yeah, um, I don't know. If, I don't even want to blame people. Parents say they're not raised right because I feel like not everybody that's done something like that wasn't raised right. But there's something, something about is wrong. Like, sense yeah, that bro, just something wasn't... is wrong, bro. If someone telling you no and you feel and you still feel right about doing what you're doing, bro, like something is wrong with you. <sighs> Fucking foolishness. But all right, y'all, <laughs> we out.